the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. God has no problem with you having money. Oh, boy, people wrestle with this. No, no, you don't have to be broke. God has no problem with you having stuff. It's when stuff has you. First Timothy says this, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in money, which is unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works, generous. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something So today we're in part three, Money Matters, part three, Money Matters, what the Bible says about giving. What does the Bible say about giving? People always wrestle with, with giving, and I'm always up front because that's just the way to be. I don't like to play games, and I don't like to uh, feel like anyone's being manipulated. Uh, the Bible says don't give out of manipulation. I want to make sure that you understand exactly what the Bible speaks in reference to this. Everyone say, I will master money. Say it again, I will master money. Money will not master me. I will rule it. It will not rule me. Uh, Money is often the most difficult area to talk about, and often people have a lot of frustration because most people have a money issue. How we handle money is an external indicator of an internal spiritual condition. Larry Burkett said, show me your checkbook and I can identify what's important to you. Today, we're going to talk about some foundational truths. So this is the foundation, and then I'm going to give you the fresh word for today. Number one, we have to realize you cannot serve two masters. Uh, You're going to serve God, you're going to serve money, but you can't do both. Uh, You cannot serve two masters. That's Matthew 6.24. No man can serve two masters, for he will hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Number two, we have to master it. This is a review. That's why I'm going fast. Amen. This is a review. Uh, This is Genesis chapter 4, and where God told Cain's son, do what I ask you to do. If not, you open the door to the enemy. Uh, There's an enemy that wants to get into your finances. Shut the door. Shut the door. Number three, Money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Uh, That's a word that gets misappropriated all the time. Number four, there's a difference between well done and done. 
Oh, that sounds real good today, don't it? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This was from Luke 19, 17. And if you go to there and you see the story where Jesus told the one who went from one talent to ten, well done. And the one who went from one talent to five, done. There's a difference. And we want to make sure that God says to us, well done. Number five, you have a heavenly account. Some don't recognize that God actually has an account with your name on it. Look at your name and say, neighbor, how your account looking? Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's funny, when my son, when his account is low, he texts me, he say, Dad, can you put some more money in there for me? I say, I got you, brother. I love you. Wouldn't it be cool to have that kind of relationship with our Heavenly Father? Hey, Daddy, you see this right here? They say, I need this. Go ahead and put it, you know. Lord, the Bible says the wealth of the wicked is what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got access. He says it's not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek the profit that increases to your heavenly account, the blessings which are accumulating for you. Number six, God has no problem with you having money. Oh, boy, people wrestle with this. Well, no, no, you don't have to be broke. God has no problem with you having stuff. It's when stuff has you. First Timothy says this, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust their money, which is unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works, generous. So God has no problem with you have money. Praise God. Uh, but it's what you do with your money. And number seven, and by this, these were the key points from our series is was this, make sure you build on the right foundation. Don't build all your treasures here on earth that you're going to leave behind. Make sure you're building something to where you're going to be forever. There are no U-Hauls following the hearse. You're not taking nothing with you. Steve Jobs, the great founder of Apple, no one talks about him leaving billions of dollars behind. Nobody cares about what you save when you're dead. They only talk about what you gave, the iPhone. That's what people talk about, the iPhone. So when you look at your life and you talk about your funeral, they're not going to talk about what you saved. They're going to talk about what you gave. That's that's why you see uh, all these buildings have people's names on it. They're trying to make sure that they gave something so when people think about them later, you can see my name. All right, today, 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 fresh word, fresh word. I'm going to give you six or seven points on what the Bible talks about giving. And this really blessed my heart. All right, so we're going to add, I'm going to answer some common questions. Number one, who should give and where do we give from? Okay, this is 2 Corinthians. It says this, now remember this, he who sows sparingly also reaps sparingly. He who sows generously that blessings may come to others will also reap generously and be blessed. Let's read the church. Let each one give thoughtfully with purpose, just as he's decided in his. So where do we get from? The heart. So you can tell how a person feels about you by what they give to you. I'm going to say it again. You can tell how a person feels about you by what they give to you. People will say this all the time. You don't need to give a gift. It's a thought that counts. 
I don't know which devil invented that one. Can, 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 I, can, can, I, can I be real with y'all for about 30 seconds? Okay. You say you love me, okay? And my birthday come, and you write a card. Just want you to let you know I'm thinking about you. And you have a job. And you write a note to your love, the, the, the love of your life, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever. You write a note and say, you know what? I just want you to know I love you. Happy birthday. Let me tell you how that's going to work out for you. Let me tell you how it's going to work out for you. <laughs> Later on that night when you say, babe, I love you. And she's going to say, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, what does that mean? You ain't old enough to figure that out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what you love, you give to. You cannot say you love me and not. I'm going to do a series next week, on, uh, next month on singles, and I'm going to get all up on some people. All up. Some married folk, too. Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to. Now, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm going to hurt I got frustrated, all these married folk talking about they holding out. What you holding out for? What you holding out for? You married. You, you. I'm saving it. What you saving it for? Ain't nothing to save. Focus, Jomo. <laughs> what you love, you give to. If you don't love it, you don't give Period. So he says, each one, think about it. So we're all responsible. No one is not in this circle. We're all in this circle. He says this, when you do this, he says, not grudgingly or under compulsion. God loves. There's not too many things in the Bible where for God loves. When God loves something, do it. God loves. A cheerful giver. And the lights in the one who's what? So my heart is a reflection of my gift. So when I'm giving you my gift, I'm giving you my heart. Then after he says this, remember, whatever you do for God is a benefit. And God is able. Look at him and say, he able, he able. God is able to make some grace. Grace is better than money. Grace? God is able to make all grace. And what's the next one? Every favor, blessing, come so the blessings of God will chase. I don't chase stuff. Stuff chase me. I seek kingdom and then stuff seek me because I'm a part of the kingdom. Come in abundance so that, here this, so that you may sometimes. So that you will always under some circumstances. Regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in something. 
being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. That's the word of God. Number two, when should I give and how often should I give? You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks, and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and Him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like He spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. For every good work and act of charity. That's the Word of God. Number two. When should I give... And how often should I give? I love the Bible because it, it, this ain't deep. Let's read. Now, regarding your question, stop right there. That means they were questioning thousands of years ago. So they asked Paul, hey, Paul, these people are here tripping. They got some questions. Can you answer the question for them, please? Answer. Let's read, y'all. Now, regarding your question about money being collected for gospel Jerusalem, you should follow the same procedure that I gave the church in Galatia. Look what he says, y'all. On the first day of each week, you should set, uh, you should each, who, who? Put aside a portion of the money you earned. Don't wait until I get there. See, if you do it while you get it, you ain't, you're not stressed out. But you're stressed out when you're like, I don't know how I can do that. Now, I struggle with it, too. There was a season till I realized, I said, listen, man, either I believe it or I don't. Either I'm rocking with you or I'm not. And once I locked in, ooh, 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 it's about 20 years now. So, so what happens, uh, a young man said, Pastor, how do you give $25,000 every sacrifice of Sunday? Because he started counting. He said, Pastor, uh, you've probably done it for the last four sacrifices of Sundays. That's $100,000. I said, boy, you really count mine, huh? I said, 
Well, I didn't start there. I started with 500. That was a stretch. Then we did 1,000. Then we did 15. Then we did two. And I said, well, think about it. If I started with 500 20 years ago, where should I be now? I couldn't be at 500 20 years straight. I said, so I just increased it every year. And then 20 years, guess what at? We had 25. So don't be in awe of where I'm at. Just start where. And by faith, allow God to continue to what? Because he takes you from faith to faith and glory to glory. Because truth be told, you can't tell me you're making the same amount of money 20 years later. You can't tell me that. <laughs> is your check the same from 20 years ago? So why is your... You've been stuck on $10 for 20 years. Come on, man. I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> and he says, based on what you earn. Now he says, prepare it. He says, don't wait, prepare. Truth, let's be honest. When you go on vacation, you prepare money. Before school, you prepare for You prepare, you know, I already know. So I transfer some money this week. I said, there it is. Be giving it. Praise the Lord. I'm not stressing about it because I already know. I'm already, when, when God said, we move. Just like that, brother. You're right, Bible, brother. <laughs> Why should I give? John 3, 16. For God, this is how he loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Now, let me give you a revelation for you. <clears throat> God wanted to change the world. Okay? The world had a problem, a sin problem. So how does he change the world? He sends Jesus. The Bible also calls Jesus a seed. So if you want to change something, it takes a... When God wanted to change the world, he sent a seed by the name of Jesus. Because he wanted a different kind of harvest. So if you want to change your harvest, because if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Okay, okay. That's too deep, Pastor. That's too deep. If a man, I'm going to get all up. If a man has sex with a wife, And they, and he, oh Lord, that's too much. And his seed goes into the woman. It will change her cycle. So seeds change cycles. So if I'm in a bad cycle, I have to change my seeds because seeds change so when God wanted to change the world, he says, only way how to change the world is I have to sow up. And the seed was Jesus. That's all Bible. So Bible, because God knew the system. After the flood, he said this in Genesis 8.22. As long as the earth remains, it will be what? Seed. And 
So he says, I've set the cycle for the earth. So the only way for me to flow in the cycle is I have to sow a seed to change. Because God is not going to go outside of his order because he's a God of all Bible. So when you get the revelation that I want to change something, all I have to do is say, okay, I just have to find the seed to change that. Now, this does not just equate to money. If you want a banana tree, banana seed. Watermelon, watermelon seed. It ain't deep. So whatever you want to change, the seed for. Luke 638 says this, give and you shall receive. Your gift will return, hallelujah, in full, pressed down, shaken together, making room for what? Running over, poured into the lap. The amount you give determines the amount you get back. The gift you give leaves your hand but never leaves your life. It's coming back. See, what I love about the season of life God has us in is that I'm living life in the overflow. Everyone says, I will live in the overflow. How you treat people is life in the overflow. Your marriage should be life in the... Your grandkids, life in the what? Yeah. Meaning... We good. We so good, we can help you. And it not hurt me. Because I live my life in the what? That's where you got to be. In the overflow. More than enough. Blessed coming in. Blessed coming out. All right. Number four, number four, number four. What should I give? Proverbs 3, 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth. With the first fruits of your crops, your income, then remember, whatever we do for God, God has to honor because whatever you sow has to come back. Then your barns will be abundantly filled and your vats will overflow with new wine. That's the word. Glory to God. Remember this. God will never ask you for what you don't have. So never feel obligated. If you don't have it, you don't what? Praise the Lord. Number five, what does God consider a sacrifice? I, I'm, I, I gave you this message because I want bullet points for that. When you sit down with somebody and they ask you questions, you can go boom, 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 boom. So, David wants to build an altar for God. So he wants to go buy the land to do it. When he shows up, he's the king. So the king says, uh, hey, hey, man, I, I want to buy this property. And the guy said, well, king, you ain't got to buy it for me. You own everything. Uh, I know it's my property, but I'll just give it to you. I'll give you an ox. I'll give you everything. And the king says this statement. He says, I will not. I will not (laughs) do something for the Lord, and it doesn't cost me anything because that's not a sacrifice. Let's read. Uh, Arena. Aruna. Arena. Aruna. Arena. What do you think it is, Shanae? No worries. All right. Looked up and saw David and his men coming. He met him bowing deeply, honoring the king. Why is the master, the king, come to see me? To buy your threshing floor, said David, so I can build an altar to God here and put an end to this disaster. Oh, said Arana, let the master king take the sacrifice, whatever he wants. Look, here's an ox for the burnt offering and the threshing floor paddles. 
and yokes for the fuel. And Uriah said to the king, and my God, your God, act in your favor. But the king said, Uriah, no, I got to buy it from you at a good price. I'm not going to offer God, my God, a sacrifice that's no sacrifice. So David brought bought the threshing floor, paying over 50 shekels of silver. He built an altar there where God and sacrificed burnt offerings for peace. And God was, when you sacrifice God, God moves on sacrifice. You want God to move? All right, number six, number six. Does God see me? Does God see me? This is the widow. Mark chapter 12. This is so good. This is a great story. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.